Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hi all, Brian Baird here, again, host of Truth is Truth podcast. For those of you who may be listening for the first time, and those of you that are uh, listening again, thank you for listening to the podcast, and um, I have my winter voice on now, so uh, for those of you that may not recognize the voice, uh, that's why uh, my wife calls it my deeper uh, sexy voice, but anyway, um it happens to me every winter, so this is nothing unusual. It's just the way that my body works. So um, I'm here on uh, Saturday, the 31st, October 31st, recording in the studio. And I wanted to uh, uh, just talk to everybody. And, and we're going to be talking about a couple things. We're going to be going into Season 1, Episode 16, which is the uh, last episode of the, the Season 1. And I'm going to be starting into... Uh, a bunch of new projects uh, starting in season two, but I uh, wanted to just uh, talk to you a little bit. First, we're going to talk about something that um, God put on my heart. And, and God does this when you're you're open to God um, and he knows your heart's open to him and he knows that you're open to his will and you want to do his will. Uh, he'll put things on your heart and he'll allow you to do things and, and know things and understand things that, that he wants you to know. But I'm going to tell you a little story, and I told this on the radio program uh, here several weeks back. And for those of you that were listening to the radio program, uh, I'm no longer on that program uh, through the end of the year. Um, There was a change in some things, and uh, it just didn't work out for me to to stay with those, uh, the people that are um, in charge of that at this point in time, until we go a different direction, and hopefully they'll, uh, they'll make the right decision and do the right thing, and we'll go from there. But um, uh, S- Sunday and it was back in September. Um, I, w- I was given this, um, lesson, uh, by God as I was at church and I call it the master and the servant. And this really happened. And, uh, you'll know, as the story goes on here, uh, uh, what was going on, but I was standing, uh, looking out the window, uh, Sunday at church as we were dismissing, waiting for pastor Brett to ask me to dismiss our service in prayer. When my eyes were caught by movement across the way, um, a little bit of a dog and his owner, and God put this on my heart as I pondered what I was watching. Those of you who know me understand that God used uh, canines in my life to teach me many lessons in in life and of him. And this is just one more uh, where God has put my attention on a canine. But as I watched uh, somewhat out of curiosity of the movement I was seeing and somewhat because I saw a dog, a black lab, I think, or a mix uh, with lab anyway, uh, was over across the way. I watched as the owner got out of his truck and let the dog out, and the dog immediately went to the master's side, looking at only at him. And I saw the master throw something that looked like a ball. The dog waited for just a moment, and then the owner sent him after the ball. The dog immediately took off like a rocket in the direction of the ball and grabbed it quickly, then turned and looked at the master and waited for the next command. I saw the master lift his hand and I assume gave the dog the command to return with the ball to the master, which he did very quickly. 
He gave the ball to the master and then again set it aside, waiting for the next command. This continued for a couple of times when I was jolted back to the dismissal by the pastor asking me to please dismiss us with prayer. Uh, but God wouldn't let me pass on this viewing and what I had witnessed. I started praying, and God put many things on my heart, which I used just a few moments of in my prayer. And here's what God gave me. The master of the dog is God, and that is true of all creation, whether you believe it or not. The canine represented me or us as his creation, or in this case, his servants and children. Again, whether you believe it or not, we all belong to him as his creation and servants. We can be willing servants or we can be rebellious servants, but it doesn't change who we are. Anyway, the master gave the servant a task. I looked at this as just that. God put creation on my heart, us. I watched as the servant sitting at the side of the master was given a task or a pricking of the heart by the master. The servant reacted to this task immediately and without hesitation. The servant reacted with no fear of what the circumstances were, what was in the way, or what life circumstances may have been present. The servant was given a task and reacted to complete that task. The servant went after the task with loving, obedient vigor and energy, running as hard as the servant could to the given task. Once the servant was at the outcome of the given task, the servant grabbed onto it and then, much to my surprise, looked earnestly back to the master to get guidance of what to do with the outcome. Then when commanded, came back to the master with the outcome of the task and handed it back to the master again, sitting at the master's feet to receive the next task. I was in awe, wondering at the vision I was given of how this should be our desire to our master. Taking the task given, completing it without hesitation, returning to the master and sitting at his feet, awaiting the next task or command. What if we as his creation reacted to God this way? What if we sat at his feet only awaiting the next task of our master's will in our lives? and then completed or worked toward the conclusion of that without fear, with allowing the interference of this world, our circumstances, or just faith and love to our master, not concerning ourselves about what others may think, say, or do. This dog had no fear, no hesitation, allowed no interference, but completed the task without harming, hating, hurting, or fearing anything but the disappointment of his master but looking to his master for direction and safety, knowing that the master would be pleased and ask for another completion of a task. What a beautiful story that God gave me in looking out and seeing this. And I want to say, as I, I look out and I see uh, what we're, we're doing in this country today and the, the, the stuff that's going on, and, and I want to just be open and honest with you. Um, the things that we're seeing are not peaceful protests. The majority of these people are just wanting to, to instill fear in people's lives and to, to damage and to take and to loot and to rob. That's not protesting people. That is just being evil and giving and putting out fear in people's lives to control an outcome and what the people do. And I want to ask us all, all of us, Every one of us, not just the ones sitting by the side watching this go on, but the ones participating in this stuff in this country, is let's sit at the side of the master. Let's sit at his feet, and let's do what's right in his eyes for us, in his will. And there'll be a totally different outcome than what we're seeing out there in the world today. 
because it'll be done with love. It'll be done with respect. It'll be done in righteousness to a, a true and living God that is guiding our hearts. And with that, I, I got to close on this part because I need to get into uh, the season one, episode 16. But I want to give you a few Bible verses. It would not be me if I didn't. Matthew ten twenty eight, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Isaiah 41, 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. What a promise from the one and only true living God, the creator of all things, past, present, and future. And then I'll go one more, and I want you to really, really listen to this one, Psalm 118.8. And this is the middle verse in the Bible, just so you know. And it's awesome, and it's fitting uh, for who my God is. God does all things with perfect coordination and purpose. Psalm 118.8, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And just listen to what man is saying today. Listen to what um, man is doing today. Listen to the advice we're being given on a lot of things from, uh, from the, these writings and these um, upheavals that are coming. Uh, and the unfairness and just the, uh, the attitude of people toward one another. Uh, it's not love. It's fear of man. It's not trusting God. It's trusting man and putting confidence in man. When man is a liar, when man is not what God wants us to be, we need to strive to understand and to be like God. And I want to just say this in closing this out. This is just another lesson in life supplied by the creator of all things, the one and only true living God. And be of good cheer. We serve a living God. And from here, we'll go into the season one, episode 16. This episode is called God Hates Sin, period. And as I start this episode, I want you to know that uh, I'm praying for God's will and guidance in what to do and where to go next with this podcast and uh, the lessons that I bring forward. And I just ask if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're uh, you're getting something from this podcast or you feel like this is something that has uh, changed your life or made you look at things a little differently uh, in a more positive or more faithful, uh, spiritual way, please let me know. Um, it's just one of those things. It's hard to tell sometimes what's going on in people's minds and in their lives, but uh, please um, on Facebook, wherever I know it's, uh, this is posted in a lot of different places, but just, uh, hit us. Uh, my daughter is the one that produces this and takes care of it. Uh, Emily Mills is, or Emily, it's a new, new Emily Grimes now. Yeah, she got married here a week ago, but uh, congratulations, Emily, if you're listening, uh, which I know you are because you're going to be editing this, but uh, uh, there's people that are doing this that, that uh, have a belief that what I'm doing is maybe something right. And, and I want you to just please let us know if this is something we're doing. So as I pray, um, God will give me the direction that is best for you, not for me, uh, but for those who are listening. Uh, this has definitely been a different year for sure, but it's been a year of me and other born-again believers uh, definitely seeking God more than the past years. 
It is critical that we believers look for guidance from our almighty creator as we move much closer to the end days. My heart tells me that we are much closer than we want to believe. Please seek the one and only true living God to help and find guidance and answers for these tumultuous times. And before I start this lesson, um, I want you to, to understand that uh, um, there's a lot of things going on and, and um, we're being shut down for telling the truth. We're being, um, being stymied or stifled in, in trying to get the truth out there. Um, and there's a lot of speculation going on about what there is, what's true, what's not. But I ask you to please do your research um, and, and make sure you understand uh, what you're hearing and what you're seeing. There's a lot of different research and good stuff out there on the COVID, on the on what's going on in the country as far as uh, the rioting and the, the organizations that are involved in all this. Do your research. Uh, we're smart people. God gave us the intelligence to to use to to keep us safe and to make right decisions. So let's do that. But let's get started into God hates sin. Period. Proverbs six sixteen. These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Proverbs six seventeen. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Verse eighteen. A heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief. In verse 19, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. This is, uh, this is a really uh, a good set of verses. And, and understand what God says here. These six things doth he hate. We need to understand, number one, what the definition of abomination is. An abomination by our dictionary is something regarded with disgust or hatred, something abominable considered war or abomination, extreme disgust and hatred, loathing a crime regarded with abomination. We see here that there are some sins that God will just not tolerate. They are so terrible in his sight that he calls them an abomination. These seven abominations to God just mean that they cover all the abominations. Haughtiness, conceit, a proud look, in other words, is unacceptable to God. Whatever we are, we have no reason to be proud of it. Because God made us what we are. We had nothing to do with it. Even a king is a king because God planned it. You see, that leaves no room to brag. It leaves no room to be haughty or proud or have conceit. Pastor Brett stated that we use the word pride incorrectly. Pride, haughtiness, and conceit are sin, and the word pride in the Bible is always regarded as sin. I used to say that I was proud of this, proud of that, or someone. The true meaning of that should be pleased with. Pleasing to someone is the intent that what was done was pleasing or acceptable to you or someone else. There is no sin in that thought process because it requires nothing of oneself. Haughtiness is when someone thinks more highly of themselves than they should, and that a person has anything involved in something that was, is, and will be of God. God allows us to do things, and without his allowing, they would not be or exist. The tongue is probably the vilest part of the body, and to lie also with it is terrible in God's sight. Jesus is truth. As I have said many times, everything of God is truth. Lies are directly against truth, and God hates things that are not truth. We should always speak truth or maybe not speak at all. Hands should be used as tools of mercy, not as instruments of death to the innocent. 
Make sure you truly understand what this is saying. Shed innocent blood. Innocent blood is blood that is shed from one that does not deserve death. Listen, this is in regard to killing innocent people, not in any way to be confused with those who take another life. Capital punishment is throughout the Bible, and there will be ultimate capital punishment for some. Murder is a sin, and it is a sin that made the list of the seven. And to say it bluntly and honestly, killing a conceived baby is murder and is innocent blood. Conception is at the time that a female egg is fertilized by the male sperm, period. And every definition of conception will give you that definition. These people and babies that are considered here are those who did not deserve capital punishment and were not brought before the earthly justice system and condemned of a jury or judge. These people, which a baby in the womb is a living person, are innocent and have no condemnation other than the judgment of God. I have always believed that you could be considered the most vile, evil person, and I will say maybe compared to Charles Manson, and others that were considered brutal, vile, evil murderers. But if Manson on his deathbed today would confess his sin and ask Jesus into his heart and truly believe that he would be in heaven as all other believers, he would be there. But one has to understand they are sinners against God and accept the free gift of salvation. Regardless, You must know God and believe him. These are the first three abominations listed. The heart is wicked and only made pure through Christ living within us. God will judge our hearts, not our deeds. The wicked imaginations spoken of here are writing of people who continually imagine evil things which cause or stir trouble for other people. Feet here, as in Proverbs 6.13, says, He winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, and teacheth. With his fingers. In the scripture of the evil man, we learn that an evil person is willingly eager to get into all kinds of mischief and sinful deeds. In our earthly courts, a false witness is said to perjure himself. If the court finds that a person has given a false witness, the court will prosecute the person, and the person could spend time in jail. Giving a false testimony is a very serious crime. It can cause great pain and suffering to the person the false witness is against. Today, what biblically ignorant or uninformed people call faults, errors, or mistakes, God calls sin. He despises and abhors sins. He loathes it. With today's degraded and washed-out concept and understanding of God's holiness, most never hear or learn the full extent of God's great hatred and loathing of sin. With a disregarded, washed-out concept of God's character, foolish men imagine that God is like them. Understand that in the biblical concept, the word foolish or fool are two of the worst things a person could be considered. Look in the Bible at at the people that Jesus called foolish or fools and then relate this term to those and that. We need to truly understand that when God looks at us, he sees these sins that he abhors, hates, and judges. Believe it or not, God is the judge, the only judge that can condemn you for eternity or forgive you for the eternity. Truth is truth, people. The only way to avoid the judgment of eternal damnation is for God to not see that sin. When a sinner accepts Jesus as their Savior, God sees only him. Jesus took the sins of the world upon himself. Our sin, Jesus had no sin. He took our sin. He took those with him to the cross and became a payment to God for our sin. 
and died with that sin as our replacement. Now we are redeemed of our sin and are no longer sinners in the eyes of God because God sees only Jesus living in us, called the Holy Spirit. Although that may sound a little strange or difficult to believe for some, it is true. I want you to really know what it means to be led by God in your life. First, you have to know God. You have to read his word. You have to pray for guidance and truly believe that he is the one and only true living God and almighty creator of all things, which means he has total authority and control over all things, which is where I make the stand that there is no such thing as a coincidence. I have been searching God's will for my life and asking God to guide me in all these podcasts. About eight weeks ago, God put this statement on my heart out of nowhere. These six things doth God hate, which is what we just went through. I actually put it in my memo on my phone as that was how strong the pulling was. I told my wife, Beth, yesterday that I had been really led to go into these verses and teach on them. It wasn't 30 minutes later. She came out with her verse for the day that she gets on her iPad, and it was Proverbs 6.16. There's your sign. This is not coincidence. This is God. God puts things on your heart. God does all things for a reason, and God does all things for our good. We may not see it at the time, as you, in my last podcast, if you listened, uh, when it first happened to my wife, Beth, and, and we went through that scenario. When I first looked at this, I didn't see the good in it. I had to see what God did. I had to look, I had to understand, I had to to ingest everything that happened to know that this was God. I hope you truly ingest what this says, and please consider that all things in the concept of a real-life living God that has your life in his hands and has ultimate and total control of all things, people, not man. Man has no control over us as believers. God has control over us. And he has control over them that don't believe, whether they believe it or not. He has control of all things. And thank God, praise him, that we have a loving, righteous, forgiving, understanding, almighty, all-powerful, and all-disciplining God. Because without God's discipline in our lives, we will never see the truth. We need that discipline and that guidance in our lives as much as we need His forgiveness and love and mercy and grace. Because everything that God does in our lives is to help us become more like Jesus, which is the ultimate goal. Because understand, when God looks at me, He doesn't see sinful, nasty, evil Brian. He sees Jesus. He sees Jesus living in me, making me his, giving me that grace and mercy to be in the inheritance of eternity as a son of God 
through Jesus Christ, who is the heir to the throne for all of us. Please, please, listen to what I'm telling you. Listen to what the Bible is telling you. Listen to what God is telling you. Don't mistake who he is for this world. Because this world has nothing to do with God. This world doesn't want to know God. The sin that's inherent in us doesn't want to know God. But those of us who have accepted Christ and truly believe on that are accepted of God. Not because of us, but because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Please, people, I beg you, just look for it, research it, find in your heart where you truly need to be. And with that said, thank you for listening. And as always, my hope and prayer is that you will find peace and hope for these times. And as always, my hope is that God blesses you in all things. And if you don't know who God is, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit, God, will prick your heart and that you will want to know more. And if I can help in any way or anyone that's involved in this podcast can help in any way, if my pastor Brett Baird can help in any way, please make contact with us. We're so willing to be there and to help because we care. I want all those who are listening to me right now to be in heaven with me and be at Jesus' feet as a servant, waiting for that next task that he's given us so that we can look in his eyes and return to him complete with a completed task to show the love that we have for him who has died for us. Until next time, be of good cheer and look to the heavens. The Lord will be returning soon. Praise God. Love you all. God bless. <laughs>